My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about how life is what you want it to be if you take the steps to make it that way. So I'm talking to Siobhan Woolfolk today. She's a lifestylist to women and also a marketing lead project manager in the Latino department at her company. And we're going to talk to her about how how she has followed her intuition to a lot of interesting adventures. Um, she's also working with me in the Empowered Wisdom program, so there's new things to come for her. And I'm excited to hear more about her story. I do know a lot about her already, but I'm excited to share her with you. So um, welcome, Siobhan. How are you today? Hi, Molly. I'm great. Hi, everyone. Thank awesome. you so much for this opportunity. Oh, you're very welcome. It's great to have you here. So why don't you start by sharing what you do as a stylist to women? Yeah, sure. Um, so I have um, been on this kick of uh, offering life coaching services and offering help with uh, fashion styling, right, which is two totally different things. So I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I always offered it as just like a volunteer, volunteer services to like friends and family and friends of friends and things like that. And I've recently discovered and gotten support about um, looking into making it an actual business. And I thought it was going to be two different businesses. But then I realized um, after um, being in this in this body of adventure for so long, I realized that there's something that I have to share with people, which is um, lifestyling. And I think that I've done a pretty good job and kind of steering my life to the way that I wanted to steer it towards and what I wanted to do and all of that. And I'm, I've been quite proud of it. Of course, I have my bumps and my, and my, and my, you know, my mishaps and, and, and my mess ups and things like that, which help the road, which I'm sure we're going to get into later. But yeah, um, I, I thought about like, you know, what if I was a lifestylist? What if I um, help people, and especially, especially women on the inside and out? So inside with the life coaching and on the outside with, um, making sure that their styling matches who they are on the inside and then maybe maybe even eventually going into their home and decorating their home hopefully this is the part when you flash uh my background that's my home <laughs> this is my this is my um my office slash one of my guest rooms and i designed it in a way where um, it represents me. And so when I'm in meetings, people tell me, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I imagined your house to look like. <laughs> and so wouldn't it be cool if everyone had that um, advantage? And what, like where when someone enters your home or sees you, they, they see all of you yes. and all of you is exposed and they can tell that you are very self-expressed. What if everyone had um, the pleasure of feeling and being self-expressed with everything they do from the inside and out. And right now I'm starting with men, women, hopefully it'll grow towards men, children and things like that. But right now it's gonna be 
with women. I'm concentrating on women. I love that. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And, and it is really cool. I mean, we have someone else in the program that's using photography along with her life coaching. And I think it's important to know if you are a creative, there are ways to fold it all in together that it doesn't, you don't just have to do creative work or, you know, transformation right. work. You can totally pull that in. And I can see that vision because once uh, we get self-aware and we start doing that self-inquiry, we start noticing who we are and what our vibration feels like to us. And therefore, yes, the, the way we decorate our homes, the way we dress, it is that mm -hmm. outward expression of the spirit. And I think that's a beautiful, a beautiful uh, calling to help people find that. I know I've heard older women say, and, and I don't mean anything, it, it's just a thing I think generations pass. It's like, well, you just buy the thing at Sears and you're happy with it. You know, you just don't really think about what, what, type of uh glass you want glassware you want or the type of couch you want you just get mm -hmm. it and it's there and and they maybe struggle sometimes with knowing who they are because there is there wasn't that ability to be self-expressed but in today's world we have tons of options so very yeah cool. exactly yeah and also you know there's that part about um which is something that i i don't you know i don't believe in which a lot of people do and which i used to do too which is um, I'm going to be a different person at home. I'm going to be a different person at work. And then I'm going to be a different person with my friends. And some people are like, I'm going to be a different person at church too. Like <laughs> there's all these, all these places how they're going to be. And I am like, I want to be the same person everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and, and I was, I was constantly kind of like, okay, I need to be like this or more like this. And cause I'm a lot, I'm going to tell you right now, um, whoever's <laughs> listening to this, this is, this is a lot. This is a lot this is the person you don't forget, <laughs> good or bad. She's <laughs> and, spicy and sweet. Yeah, I'm spicy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a true black Sicana, black and Latina. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, it, 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 it is a lot. And so I, I think that, um, I think that it is so cool to be able to see someone in their true self, wherever they are. Yeah. And, and, and it not be also, and I joke about it being a lot, but also it's like, I have to still be a little bit of, um, have a little bit of control of like not being so 100% at every single event I go to, right? Because that's, a, that's exhausting, but you know, what's even more exhausting, it's even more exhausting to choose to be yourself at, uh, differently at every location that you're in. It is. You're yeah. constantly having to think about what you say, who you speak to and how, and yeah. that is just so tiring. Amen. And Amen. at my age now, I'm like, no, that is too much work. And what if we could all just be ourselves and be who we really want to be at every single aspect of our lives? Mm -hmm. What yeah. if I hear you? Yes. And it, it is a lot of the social anxiety that goes on these days and a lot of the, the stress and, you know, just right. ingrained depression and feeling disconnected with others is that we walk around wearing masks because that's how we're socialized yeah. to, to do it. And, and it's so much better when we feel safe with each other and we can be genuine. So, yeah, an example of that is is the way you do that and in, in, in showing people how you've found that, you know. Yeah, and one hundred percent. Like during COVID, we were both wearing double mask, right? Everyone was wearing double mask. Yeah, <laughs> their their personal mask and the mask and the physical yeah, mask. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, <laughs> so you mentioned that you followed your intuition to live abroad for quite some time, and then it also led you to come back home, and and there was some soul contracts to to handle there, and now it's kind of guided you to find this calling. So, can you share a little bit about your journey up until this point? and how sure. you made those leaps of faith. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I love how you made it sound like so flowing and easily. It did not happen that way. <laughs> yes. It's always, you know, <laughs> and it's still not happening that way. <laughs> true, true. Good point. But that's, but it's also the way that you know you're still alive and you're, and you're, and you're on the right path, right? Those mess ups and those icky parts and all of those sticky parts, all of that. Anyway, so um, what happened was I took a program and I can say the program, hopefully, it's, uh, it's called Landmark and it changed my life. And, um, and it, it's a program where it kind of like, I thought I was going there to, uh, to get over my way of, uh, not being able to find a job. Cause I, I was laid off and then it'd been like six months without a job and I was trying and trying. And so my friends brought me this program and I thought that that's what I was going there to do. But what I did not realize is that I was actually going there to deal, uh, to dig up all of the dirt that I had in my life. Yeah. Cause I was just like putting icing on a on a shit cake. Can I say that word? <laughs> yes, Is that going to get bleeped out? Okay. Um, so uh, what I needed to do is clean up all the shit, <laughs> scrape that out, and then build like the real cake, right? And I'm using the cake reference because I am a fat girl at heart. So, um, so you build up, <laughs> you build it up. And so that's what I, that, you know, that's what was happening. Like, I'm like, I got to clean up this, this bottom stuff. And it includes like parent stuff, past stuff, growing up stuff, like all this kind of stuff, right? And you just get clear with it. And not only did I get a job immediately after I finished this, uh, I finished this course, um, but I got a job that allowed me to save a lot of money very quickly. And with that money, I said, I'm moving to Spain. And it was like one of those things, Molly, I got to tell you, it was so clear like it, it, it even faded out a little bit because I had a best friend that I was going to go with and she bailed because of her job or whatever so it kind of faded out but then like after I took this program and I was just like no I'm still doing it and I'm doing it alone and it's going to be awesome and then you know and I was 26 years old 25 26 years old and um so you know still dumb um and I <laughs> was like all right. I, and I'm not saying that's true for everyone. I'm just saying me at 26, 27. That's who I was. 20, 25, 20s to 27. That's where I lived. Um, <laughs> so I did not have a job at, in Spain. I did not have um, a house. I did not have friends uh, there. And I did not speak uh, or family. And I did not speak Spanish fluently. Only, only some Spanish from my family, you know. Uh, and I kind of just arrived in, um, in, the, in the airport. Mary Tyler Moore and like threw my hat off. It was like a whole thing <laughs> and in my bags. And I'm like, yes, I'm here. And then I'm like, now what, where do I go? What do I do? And I, and I, and I thought, okay, Siobhan, you made this binder. It was called Operation Spain. It was like this big binder and um, all my information was in there. So I went to my binder, I got a taxi and everything just kind of fell into place. By the next day, within 24 hours, I had found a home. I had found friends. I had found like three jobs um, teaching like at Hewlett Packard, teaching English at Hewlett Packard and some other jobs that someone gave me. And it just all went bam, 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 bam. You know why? Because once you are so sure about your 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 path and you work hard at that path like you knock everything else that comes in your way you're just like yeah 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 I got this I got this this is my path this is my path and it just happens like that's what happens it's just like you know and I knew it and I knew it and it was so funny because I was I thought it was gonna be a hard sell with my mommy and my daddy but um they by the way I sold it and I told them that this is my life and like the, like they were so on board my mom, she only had one request. She said, come live with me for a few months before you go out of the country. And please, for the love of God, 
don't meet someone and where I have to visit my grandbabies across the ocean. <laughs> that was the other request. <laughs> that sounds like a good grandma request. <laughs> I was like, I think that I can, I can do both of those. I think we're fine, mom. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's all it was. And so I, I, yeah, threw everything up and went and it was fantastic. And I lived there for 10 years. I love that. And, and so you, you also, you have a, you know, on your dad's side, he's, he's a risk taker and someone who, you know, showed up in a big way for his life too. So, you know, well-known musician and, and someone who really lived out loud. So how did he feel about you taking these, these steps and taking these leaps? He was like, I, I would say, I mean, my mommy and daddy were both really excited. My dad was like, he, he jumped on board faster, right? Because he's, he's, been traveling his whole life and, and at that point and um, was very into me getting to know other countries and, and finding my roots too and all of that because I have Spanish roots. And uh, so he was into it, you know, and um, and he was excited. And also, you know, who else was excited? My grandfather, my Mexican grandfather. He was so excited that I was taking this leap and I got to speak um, to him and his his first language before he passed in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, grandfathers and, um, mothers and grandmothers and dad, like they, everybody was very, very supportive and calling to check in on me, of course. Yes. Yes. And 10 years, that's a, that's a big decade of your life to kind of come into your, your prime, um, in that, that space of empowerment of you took that leap and then, you know, after a while you were called back home. And so that happens, right? We take these big leaps. We go, we follow this calling. Okay. Here's where we need to be. And then it's like, mm -hmm. sometimes those callings, um, they're, they're from a, a different, um, a different, I guess, onus or a different reason, but you mm -hmm. were called home to kind of help care for some family members. Yes. And now you've been in a, a series of transformative years where now it's like you're being called into that next exciting adventure. But how has it been surrendering in some ways to, to this transformational time in your life? Um, you know what? I, I, I struggled for a little bit when I came back to America and, um, and I think that, um, and I think the, 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 the way that I see it now is quite different, right? It, I mean, I did struggle then, but now I see it quite different because it wasn't just Spain. Like after the 10 years, I went to go live in Ecuador for a year. I lived in, um, Italy for four summers and then Brazil for two years. So like I had a great opportunity and I had a great life and, um, and my dad, um, had an aneurysm in three strokes and, it was very serious. And it was a year after uh, my grandfather had passed and, and my grandmother was left alone in the home blind. So my, my aunt and my uncle had moved in the house to caregive for her. And my uncle ended up moving because he's also a traveling musician on tour and he's in a very um, known group as well. And so he does that a lot and he leaves, he leaves a lot. So I moved in and I helped take care of my grandmother and I helped take care of my daddy. And it was also the best decision I ever made. Like I, so to be able to give to someone um, uh, to two people that you love so much and that cared for you at one time in their, in, in your life is just truly a gift, you know? And, um, I have to say, I, I wasn't ready for it because it was like, it was all of a sudden, there was no warning. Um, it was an emergency. I was a mess. It was like, it, it was, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And that's when I, and I, I went directly back into, okay, well, when I did programs and when I was, um, you know, held accountable 
And when I looked at myself uh, from the bottom up again and, you know, dealing with that foundation and going, working its way up, you know, that was when I was stable. So let me go find some programs. (laughs) So (laughs) I found yours. I found, I found, (laughs) I found yours. And before that, actually, that's when I met you, right? I met you at a a women's retreat. And so that was the first program I found. And then seven years later, when I was going through um, a lot of um, deaths in my family, um, I got, you know, we we got uh, in touch again, and now I'm in your program again, and that's what helps me. That's what helps me keep going, you know, is is just like remembering who I am, remembering about trusting my intuition, remembering that I'm love, joy, happiness, and some humor, and um, remembering that I serve a p- purpose in this world that I know now, so... That's right. Yeah. Yes, when we're going through hard times, it can be difficult to remember that because we're healing mm-hmm. and we're dealing with life stuff, like human stuff all the time. And mm-hmm. that can get us down in some ways and, and make us feel like, oh, we're off track and we'll ever get back again. And this is just how it is now. And just always keeping t- in touch with that spark and that spiritual awareness within is is the way out. And you find that light at the end Definitely. of the tunnel and you start walking. So I'd love to hear you speak like that yeah. in terms of it's coming, you know, you're on your way. Yeah. So- <laughs> and, can- and you know, if- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask, uh, feel free to share what you're going to share, but I would love to hear the story about a meditation you did, uh, one of the guys oh, yeah, in sure. the program. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So I'm going to share that story. Before I share that story, I want to say this, though, too, for anyone that's um, listening. Um, so I I think that th- that one of the things that I found uh, to be difficult, it, which is why, you know, because everybody has like a different case and in, in their journey and all of that and how they get to their journey and how they figure out their journey and their path. And I have to say that one of the things that um, was challenging for me and when I ever deal when I deal with stuff is because I, you know, I used that whole time of when all my friends were meeting the love of their lives and having kids and starting families and getting a home and all of that. I was, you know, traveling and to different places and 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 dating and having lots of lots of relationships and <laughs> you know it was a fun single time this is what i was doing and so i'm a little bit behind in that i feel like sometimes you know and then also i feel like i am i have to have some sort of accountability or program because there's no one in my home there's not a husband or boyfriend or kids or any and now no longer mom or dad to hold me accountable and and, and that knows me you know uh, there's no one now that knows me that's alive, you know, that has known me since I was born and and that can say, like, here's the journey or give me that even positive feedback, like, hey, you're doing a good job, Siobhan, like that, that is, I have to find that all on my own. And some people just have to, you know, and so I think that um, uh, for in some ways it's good because in finding my path, I don't have anything else kind of holding me back that I have to think about it. It's just me. And then in some ways it's kind of not so good because it's like, I don't have a shoulder to cry on. I feel like, and you know, that's when you lean towards friends and things like that. But I was in this new, new quote unquote country, even though it was my own. And I was in this new vibe. And also uh, we didn't mention that I'm from California and I came back to the U S to live in Colorado, which is not my home because I went to college here for four years, but it's not my home. (laughs) So um, I wasn't going back to live with family and friends and all of that. And so, yeah, I think that um, it's important even more so to do that when you're alone to, to kind of seek that spiritual guidance and see what your path is and, and see what you're real, really do the work because you don't have anyone to check you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And it's a, you got to check yourself. That's right. You got to check yourself <laughs> and make sure, you know, spirit's the boss, like, and really plug yeah. into that, that upper management, you know, <laughs> I yeah, think having yeah. that time of sacred solitude, it can feel isolating sometimes. But when I went through a, a long period of, of, of that isolation or sacred solitude, even having a nine to five job, a couple of good friends, being the introvert that I am, not huge groups of people, um, but having a lot of time to really reflect on my path and reflect on the calling, I would not give it up for the world. And there were t times where I was terribly lonely and depressed, but you know that was the time that I linked with spirit and bonded and committed to my intuition. So I highly recommend anyone out there that's struggling with something like that or like a, a, a desert period in your life, make the most of it. You know, find yeah find the the oasis in that space. One hundred percent. You you. <laughs> I, and like metaphorically pay for that front row seat for that favorite concert. You know what I mean? Because it's your, that your, that, what's on stage is your life. Pay for that front row seat. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, yeah. so why don't you share your story of the meditation? I haven't the heard the whole story. I just know a little bit about it. So yeah. we have guided meditations in the program. It's a big piece of it. They're shamanic journeys. Um, so why don't you share what happened in that very special journey that you told me about? Yeah, so um, it it was actually a, a a really cool moment because it was like the first time that um, I tried shrooms, <laughs> and um, and not the first time. The first time nothing, it didn't work, right? Um, but this the second time I tried it, and um, I kind of made this pact with this girl that like, hey, this is gonna be my first time, and and she wasn't like she was like a friend of a friend. She was like, don't, don't worry, I've done, I do it all the time. Like I've I microdose a lot, and I I'll be with you the whole journey. It's fine. So at my house at that at that at that particular time, there actually was a couple other people there and 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 this friend got sidetracked and she wasn't able to be there for me like she had said she was going to be there for me. But I had already took the shrooms and an hour went by and I'm in full like it's about to happen. Right. I'm, I'm about to be in full blown psychedelic world and I don't know how I'm going to be in full blown psychedelic world. And I'm hoping and praying that it's one of those great situations where I have this like epiphany or whatever this is a great experience right and not like oh my gosh i'm gonna ride this this six hour journey uh into this horrible you know thing horrible dream sequence that's actually real like you know so what happened was i uh what i did i, I felt the vibe immediately i i'm you know your program helps a lot and i was feeling this vibe and something just spoke to me and said siobhan you have got to remove yourself from this situation now <laughs> or else you are going to be on a bad high for hours and we all know you don't want that so what i did was um i had actually gotten like some uh, painting materials and stuff like that for everybody to play with and 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 to keep them company and i said hey guys i need to go meditate right now so you guys have a great time here in my space i'm gonna go meditate next door so i went to my room um, I put on uh, your meditation and I meditated and on my bed and I had this one-on-one -on -one experience with like this, this one-on-one -on -one, uh, interview, kind of like what we're doing right now with God. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes, ma'am. It was so, it was so like, um, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was just one of those moments where, you know, you're speaking to a higher power, like you are for sure. And this is what he said to me. He said, Siobhan what's going on in that other room right now is none of your business and it is not part of your path in fact all the petty stuff in your life right now check this out that's not a part of your path either i need you to 
focus. And I'm, I put these things in your path. So I make sure that you know how to ignore them, but obviously it's, you're not ready yet. So like I'm showing you right now <laughs> that that is not what you're here for. That is not your purpose. I did not put you here to be going through that petty stuff. You are here to serve people. You are here to help people. You are here to, to um, bring about a new kind of love in this life and, the, and in this world. And, and I've given you projects to work on and that is your focus. And that's what I need you to focus on because that's, what's going to get you there faster. And guess what? Hey, when you do all that stuff, you're not even going to see the petty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so clear and I was just like feeling so grateful and so thankful. And it was, it was a very powerful moment. And then after that, my friend from next door came over, hung out with me and walked through my, walked me through the experience. And then the girl that was not there, she came in for the last part of the experience and walked me through the last part of the experience. And it was just like, whoa, all right, this is what's up. Yes. This is what's up. And that, you know, you know, I'm a proponent of psychedelic therapy. I've certainly had my psychedelic days, not a whole lot these days, but that is the <laughs> best way to utilize those medicines is for yeah. meditation and, and communion with that higher power, that invisible realm that we don't necessarily notice when we're in our like human beta level consciousness heads. And it's, it's so very healing. So thanks for sharing that because that's that big aha moment that you'll, you know, you'll always remember that moment and it's always, yeah. you and, and help I was you like remember floating. who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. Cool. Very yeah. cool. I love it. Well, thanks for sharing that. And of so, course. So guys, and always use psychedelics responsibly, by the way, guys, <laughs> for anyone yeah, 100%, listening. <laughs> 100%, 100%. Have a, and have a plan. Above all, yes. have a plan. Use it with sacred <laughs> intent, have a plan, uh -huh. and, and mm -hmm. you will not go wrong. So, um, mm -hmm. and, and follow your intuition about doing oh, it all. That's all I'll say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to say one more thing, because this was actually really important to me. Um, I, I, the whole point was I thought that I needed someone to do these rooms with. Mm -hmm. And I was really nervous to do it by myself. And that's something else that I learned. And he said to me, he said, Siobhan, you oftentimes feel alone right now. I mean, you live alone, you bought your own house and you're, you're alone, you know, in that house and you're going through all these deaths and all of that. And you do all this alone. So like, what if you were to get strong when you're alone and not have these alone times when you're feeling weak and crying? What if this was a strength? Mm -hmm. And it, and and I was like, okay, all right, I'm with it, I'm with it. Let me learn, let me learn. <laughs> and uh, and 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 I'm so glad I did. And my friend, that's the first thing he said to me. He said, you know what? I'm glad you did it alone because now you know you can do it alone and you can have that connection alone, which is the most important thing because that's how you have the connection alone, anyways. And I was just like, amen and amen, like amen, <laughs> perfect, right? And, and yeah. guys, that's the point, psychedelic or not, that's the point of the Empowered Wisdom program is to feel that spiritual confidence because you know you're connected to something so much greater. And it's mm -hmm. not, it's not even, you don't even really have to do anything other than follow the directions, you know, just yep. stay in contact, stay with that, that uh, authenticity within you and, and follow the call. So Awesome. Thanks for sharing that again. And before we run out of time, I want to talk about what we always talk about on the show, the challenges that we're facing at this time. Um, so you mentioned, you know, letting go of your day job to follow your calling and kind of dealing with self-doubt and getting in your own way has been a challenge recently. Can you share a little bit about how that's affected you? Yeah. Um, I think the best way to explain it is, um, is probably the same way that um, I would play double Dutch right now um, as uh, 
as a black and Mexican woman, can you believe I don't know how to double dutch? So like what would happen, <laughs> what would happen in double dutch is if you were to do it right now, there'd be two people having the, you know, spinning the ropes and I would be there doing that hand movement that you do when you're ready to jump in mm-hmm. that moment right there, that rocking back and forth. Yeah. But then it like never happens. <laughs> like there's no, <laughs> there's no point. Like everyone's waiting and the music's going. Everyone's ready. Like, okay, Siobhan, come on, let's go. Let's jump. Let's jump. Let's go. It's time. And I'm still there like, okay, okay, okay. I think I'm ready. So, so, and, and, it, would, and it would also be like the, the, this metaphor, it would also be like as though I already knew how to jump and I know I was going to succeed at double dutching. It'd be that too. But I still cannot take that first like, jump in uh, for fear of uh, falling on my face and it's like i know that the you know that the uh statistics of me jumping in falling my my face is are very 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 small like i know they're very they're they're not um that dramatic that i'm making them out to be but it's still just that fear of letting go of a good thing to to catapult myself and even something that's potentially even a better thing and that could last for a lot longer time and is more connected to, to who I am on the inside and the out. Yeah. Yeah. So what am I doing, Molly? Tell me, what am I doing? Why, (laughs) why can't I just jump in? Well, what you're dealing with is, is very big for anyone who wants to do a, you know, heart or soul based business. Um, You know, you know, it's, it, there's no, the way has not been carved for you. There's no path, like one path to follow because you're having this intuition. It's a creative, intuitive connection to something like, this is what I'm called to do. And this is what I'm good at. So I'm gonna use what I'm wired to do. Plus my desire to be of service to people. And it can be daunting because you can take life coaching certification courses that give you all the the nuts and bolts of how to be a coach. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, there's so many different avenues and different um, ways you can deliver that. And so I feel like the biggest thing you need just hearing you say that is is a bit of, of, I wanna say education, but it's more just, giving your mind some steps to take or some structures so that it doesn't freak out because it can't see the way it since it like when you go, go to Spain you created your binder you know it's like yeah I created my binder so I know I'm yeah. safe and then it gave yeah, you the point. courage to take the jump but if good you point. don't have that you know behind you then mm-hmm. the intellect is really gonna do a number on you and keep spinning you in circles and distracting you and keeping you off the path yeah, exactly. Because also, like, you know, you've seen, like I've seen, this is something that's going down by the end of summer. And I see it and it's clear. So if I'm seeing it and it's clear and it's happening, what am I doing? Because there's, I'm not going to I'm not going to sleep from now until the end of summer and then wake up and have this amazing business. That's not going to happen. There's There are steps I need to take. You yes. know what I mean? I got to jump in. I mean, and you know what? The worst part about it, Molly, is they're playing my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to get there before the song ends. Yes. Yeah, I got to get in there and got to jump because they're on my song now. So yes. what am I doing? Yeah, that's what well, it is. It's fear, right? Yes. And, and fear of the unknown, basically. So uh-huh. what I've got here is um, you're you're really changing your persona in this. You're letting go of, of an old part of yourself that no longer serves and as you learn the ins and outs of your own psyche and realize Mm -hmm. that you are through the worst of your storm 
there's a, you know, with, with the challenges that you've recently faced, and this is common for people doing the program, like you get off track somehow or life mm -hmm. comes in and you've got grief and you've got some, some traumatic events that happen. And then you want to get back on the path Well, you're always on the path. You can't get off, but you want to feel mm -hmm. like you're, you're contributing again. And so just remind yourself over and over again, that you're through the worst of it and you've done mm -hmm. the bulk of the work. Now just don't get distracted by the shiny objects or the little instant gratification things. Make sure you mm -hmm. have systems and structures in place to keep yourself accountable. And, and also if you need that consistent, you know, coaching or a class to show up for like basic kind of business structures or like, you know, learning how to like, maybe it's a, a business coach that helps coaches. Um, something like that might be next where you have uh, mm -hmm. a, a path to follow that you can also make your own because I feel like for you, yeah. you need to have that ability to create your own way. Yeah. I, isn't that funny, Molly, is I need to have that ability to create my own way, but I also, uh, uh, need someone from the outside to, to confirm or to, or to help me through this. You know, I think we talked about this the other day. It's that like, I realized that I, I, I used, even though I've been so independent, I still have used my, my mommy and my daddy all the time to call them and say, you know, just confirm just that one little sign off, like, Hey, am I making the right decision? I don't have that anymore. And, and, and now I'm going to, I'm having to use my own tissue intuition and, um, and I think that's the difference, right? The difference is mm -hmm. how do I make that personal intuition uh, be the place, take the place of, of mommy and daddy. Be your and, own mommy and daddy. And that's, it's so cool that you just said that because your obstacles are the ancient ones, which is all about generational stuff and mm -hmm. breaking patterns and not shining your light because you have this block here with when it comes to family. And also that's where your personal power is. So it's, it's about stepping into your own mother self and, and giving uh -huh. little Siobhan that permission and that, um, that cheerleading and saying, you can do it girl. Like, you know, and also tapping into your family on the other side, you know, being able to, to feel their love coming, coming to you and, and supporting you through all of this. I think that's, that's a really uh, important piece that we can talk, talk about in our next session together. Um, awesome. Yeah, that's very helpful. And it can kind of feed your confidence and validate what you already know to be true, even though mm -hmm. they're not right here. Um, instead of being present to the grief of their loss, be present to what would they say if they were here? And let me connect to that energy and feel that in me. And even if I'm scared to jump in, because mm -hmm. you no know, mom and dad are sitting there you know what tell me i can do it <laughs> yeah like and, and the thing is is that like it, with that analogy it's really funny because i know i could see my mommy holding my hand and jumping in with me mm -hmm. and i could see my daddy you know full-on sneaking up behind me and pushing me in <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go Go. <laughs> there you go. I think he came through in another session. Pretty much yeah. the same thing. Like you need to yeah. just do it. I just need you to. Okay, if you fall, that's good, baby girl. Just go because that's what he's calling. That's good. Just go ahead. Just fall, fall. It's okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> we got exactly. you. Yeah. But I need you to do something. Stop standing there. And, and I could hear him saying that. Do something. That's just like right. that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I remember he came through saying that. And so, yeah, it's just really important that you trust your vision because your fears are based around the fact that you haven't seen the evidence yet. And this is super mm -hmm. common. The ego wants evidence. The intellect wants to see, wants proof mm -hmm. before it, it like says, yes, we can do this. But it takes that leap of faith that can turn from nervousness to excitement. 
Yeah. Like, yes. this is thrilling to do something I've never yes. done before. Like, the freedom that I have got. Yes. I'm doing my ha- we're both doing my happy dance. If yes, you guys we're can't doing see the shoulder dance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just so important to to get your feet on the ground and start looking ahead and making sure you're always taking steps forward. Um, address any negative self-talk that is going on about this and Mm. notice when you feel distracted or distractible and you're not focused it's like okay this is to keep me safe so how can I bring myself back to my sense of focus and conscious awareness and and I'm not spending hours or days kind of doing things that are not feeding the dream yeah, yeah. Keeping, keeping. One thing I've been learning uh, 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 recently is keeping my myself safe is not staying inside my home. That's yeah. not. That's not. That's not. Uh, and staying in bed and staying, you know, and staying uh, guarded. That's not the same thing as keeping myself safe. Yeah, it's like it. you can be out there living and still play it safe, but be out there living and pushing boundaries, and that's who I want to be. Yeah, that's, that's who you are. That's, you're just reclaiming yeah. her. You're reclaiming her and you're transforming. You have everything you need to succeed. You just need to watch that egoic self that it's like you're a very powerful manifester. But, you know, when you feel down, the ego gets into this kind of more yes. helpless spiral. So remember, the flip side of that is how powerful of a leader that you are. And I feel the the most important part of all this right now is to make sure that you're thinking in terms with your calling. Think about if you had a part-time job outside of your day job, you would have certain hours you'd need to show up. You mm-hmm. would have a, a manager of some kind, which spirits your manager on this one. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> I would, you know, I'm, I'm an intuitive, but I'm really big on, especially for creatives, having a plan and a structure that you hold mm-hmm. yourself to. Because otherwise that creative mm. mind is just going to be like, let's go over here. Let's go over there. I'd rather watch a movie right now. I'd rather do this. I'd rather paint mm-hmm. a picture. It's like, well, I've got a business I want to build. So let's, let's take that creativity and make sure that three hours on Monday night or Tuesday oh. afternoon or whatever that you spend, that you think about like 15 hours a week, part-time, that's a part-time job. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you show up for building your business. And, and yes. Yeah, and it's so funny that you say that because the other night I put together a, a long list of um, of a schedule that I'm going to create for for my my weekly schedule that is not only going to be focusing on how I'm going to deal with style and folk, which is the name of the business, um, but also uh, on my exercise routine, on my 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 wellness routine, meditation, and even things that I that I started doing extracurricular like trying to play the guitar uh back there's a violin there's a drum set a little electric drum set down here like all these little things that I've gotten roller skates uh a longboard all these things that I'm putting into my schedule of when I'm feeling like I want to go like this and um crouch down and be hidden and be by myself and not get out of bed I get my black ass up and I do one of the extracurricular activities there you go. Or I work on my business. You find joy. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And what you're talking about is a little like something I recommend a lot is just discover a joy menu, things that bring you joy, things that light you mm-hmm. up, that get you in your body. And when you're feeling low or you're not sure what to do with yourself, this is especially for those out there that live alone, that have a lot of that solo time. Yes. Um, make sure you create that menu because you don't, you're not in reactivity when you don't have a lot of people around you. So you need to be the one that's leading your energy. Otherwise you might lay in bed or just watch Netflix. All yes. day. So I think it, you know, and on one hand I said, I would say, Siobhan, 
pick one instrument, but I know what you're doing. You're saying like today, I feel like guitar tomorrow. I feel like, mm -hmm. like let's, yeah. let's play, let's, yeah. let's let the inner child play and mm -hmm. with one of her toys so that then we can get busy and get to work. And I think that's 100%, 100%. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your light today. Always. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. <laughs> of course. And likewise, I love all of this and I thank you for giving me this opportunity and um yeah i'm 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 happy to do this oh you're so <laughs> welcome and so where can people find you online if they want to learn more about style and folk oh my goodness okay so you can go see my new uh website it's called styleandfolk.com it's still a work in progress but you can still go there and you can even sign up for a free consultation um for lifestyling um, which means life coaching or um fashion styling or both uh and also, anything uh, at, at Style and Folk Instagram, uh, Style and Folk at the end of Facebook, all of those, you can put in Style and Folk. And again, that's without the G, so Style and Folk. Awesome. Perfect. Because my last name is Wolf Folk, so. That yeah. makes sense. That makes Style sense. and Folk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Siobhan. We really appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Have a great rest of the day. Yes. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.